This is Glenn Hughes, the voice of rock, and you're listening to Music Mania. Get ready for some screaming heavy metal! We rock! But the evil that men do... You are now listening to the Music Mania Podcast, brought to you by CD Warehouse in Gladstone, the number one hard rock podcast in the Midwest, featuring hard-hitting interviews with rock's living legends. And now, here's your host, Clint Schweitzer. You are locked and loaded right here on the Music Mania Podcast. Your money stays in plays with me, Clint Schweitzer, your host. You know the songs. Now you're going to hear the stories. And this week we have a very special guest. It is, in fact, a performer I've been a fan of for many years. Lizzie Borden, an act that is synonymous with Metal Blade Records, going back to some of their classic albums from the 80s like Love You to Pieces, Minister Society, Terrorizing, Visualize, and, of course, Master of Disguise. Lizzie Borden has a new album coming out on June 15th through Metal Blade Records. It's called My Midnight Things. Very excited about this new release. His last album, Appointment with Death, was an absolute classic. One of my favorite albums from 2007 and now 11 years later. Lizzie is back. He's got a new album. It's about to come out and a whole new tour is getting ready to get rolled out there. So things are really ramping up in the Lizzie Borden camp and we're very excited for them as I've been a lifelong fan. Uh, since I was a kid, I remember renting the uh, VHS copy of the Murderous Metal Roadshow uh, from my local video store and just wearing that out. I was always just uh, entranced with Lizzie's performance, his voice, the band, how, it, how they sounded. They were very different and just very theatrical, very much in the vein of you know Kiss, Alice Cooper, David Bowie. Those were kind of some of Lizzie's influences, and you could see it uh, on, on that video. And then things kind of changed for the band. They got... They went on to do albums like Minister Society, uh, Terrorizing, Visualize, Master of Disguise, and so that kind of kept them afloat. They they really had a, a very decent career while not uh, ascending to the top of, of the rock and roll food chain necessarily. They were always able to maintain a, a stable career, and Lizzie's very respected as one of the best voices uh, out there, still a tremendous performer. Can't wait to see what he's going to roll out um, on this next tour, and we're going to talk about that. Uh, we're going to talk about the Murderous Metal Roadshow. We're going to go all the way back to the 80s and talk about some of those albums and, and kind of uh, how this album came about. Why 11 years? Why has it taken this long? Why has uh, Lizzie kind of waited in the wings to, to do this? Of course, um, Lizzie was able to reunite with Metal Blade Records recently. They're reissue, reissuing some of the band's classic albums, and uh, it's just tremendous to see Lizzie get that kind of backing. Very much deserved. Very underrated, criminally underrated, in my estimation. And if you would like, go ahead and pre-order the new Lizzie Borden album. It is called My Midnight Things. You can do that at MetalBlade.com slash Lizzie Borden. Uh, always be on the lookout at Real Lizzie Borden on Instagram and Twitter. He's got Facebook ramped up. They're, they're rolling out the red carpet, and Lizzie's going to be doing a lot of promotional things for this. He's got a big launch party coming up the night before the album comes out in Las Vegas, which is where he lives now. But before I get to my interview with Lizzie Borden, I've got to tell you about our sponsor, CD Warehouse in Gladstone, Missouri, for over 22 years, a staple of music in the Northland. I'm telling you, I bought 95% of my music that I still own today from CD Warehouse as they buy, sell, and trade DVDs, CDs, vinyl, and more. 2504 Northeast 57th Terrace in Gladstone. Guys, tell the owner, Randy Ringer, that Music Mania sent you, and they'll give you a discount. If not, it's on us. Guys, or you can give them a call, 816-455-2130. Q 
Keep the record stores alive. CUR House and Gladstone, a cut above the rest. Hey, it's Clint Schweitzer from the Music Mania Podcast. How you doing, man? Pretty good. How you doing? Oh, doing wonderful, man. I tell you, yeah, we can't thank you enough for uh, for joining us today to, to talk about everything going on in your world. How's everything been going, man? It's been it's been a while. How have you been doing? What's up? And uh, I know you got a lot coming up on on the docket here, my man. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, I've been doing a lot of press. Uh, just filmed, just uh, finished uh, last weekend filming the first video. And uh, that's almost done. It should be out next week, I'm hoping. Um, and yeah, we just been uh, just been on the uh, the press blitz tour, trying to get the word out that it's the first record in eleven years. So uh, I'm, I'm excited about it. Well, I know you've missed the press part. You know, getting to answer the same questions over and over again for you know five six times a day. That's you have to have missed that, right? I mean, that's part of the excitement. <laughs> It is. I mean, you know, I, I talked to people that I've known for a while, and they used to do press with way back when. So, uh, and then people that uh, I just meet. So, you know, uh, they all have similar questions, but uh, I try to give a unique answer to whoever's asking. Well, this is this is uh, this is uh, our first time having you on. It's a, it's a true pleasure. Uh, you know, a fan from way back, and uh, you know, I remember seeing you here in Kansas City. It's, that's where we're located in, in high school. At Davies Uptown Ramblers Club is one of my. Uh, finest concert moments uh, here, and that was on the um, a deal with the Devil tour. So that was my first time, and now getting to see this, see this, uh, you come out with this new album, really exciting. Talk about kind of the process for for this and, and the writing process. Obviously, the the big thing is first album in eleven years. Um, why now? What what uh, was and how integral was uh, your uh, reunion with Metal Blade in uh, in making this happen? Well, it was everything because uh, I really didn't. We were touring and we were, you know, uh, playing in front of new fans almost every night in every country. So uh, I was always kind of new every night for me, even though I was playing just back catalog songs. Uh, and I didn't really have a desire to make another record because I put out the last two and they really couldn't find their target audience. You know, Deal with the Devil and Point with Death, they were just kind of put out there with no fanfare. I mean, even Deal with the Devil didn't even have a video. So it was just, it didn't seem like it was worth the effort. You know, people didn't even know they existed half the time. And, you know, they only knew uh, the other songs that came out in the 80s. So I was like, okay, well, what's the point? You know, and then, but Brian Slagle uh, had had contacted me and said, you know, let's, uh, let me tell you, you know, it's a whole different world out there. Since the music industry collapsed, uh, Metal Blade has tried to figure out a way to to uh, to exist and make it happen again, and uh, they've got, they're actually bigger than they ever were in the '80s or '90s. So uh, they they really figured out how to do it, and so he convinced me. Brian convinced me to to uh, to to start recording again, and then I played for him a couple of uh, two or three songs, and he loved them right away. So I signed a new deal right then and there. Your style, you have such a unique style, and every album sort of has has a theme. It has musically, they all just kind of, uh, they all stand out in certain ways. And of course, you're um, you've actually also um, reissued uh, "Love You to Pieces" and "Minister to Society." Um, Metal Blade's done that as well. So another cool deal for fans. You can get those reissues and on vinyl, even I believe. So it's a lot of cool stuff going on. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the uh, implement of vinyl is such a unique thing. Uh, I think the last two records were released uh, without vinyl, so it missed that whole boat. So now, uh, 
now uh, Metal Blade's going back through the whole catalog and reissuing the whole catalog. I think they've done the first two, and I think they're going to go and continue on and doing the rest of them. But yeah, the first two are, are out there now, I believe. Love you to pieces of medicine society. And uh, it's really cool. I mean, I love it. I love, uh, I, I mean, of course, I grew up on vinyl. And to see it come back and in this way and, and, and see, you know, you go into um, any uh, any fries or anything like that, tech store, and it, uh, they've got turntables stacked up to the ceiling. So uh, obviously people are interested in, in getting it, and especially um, young kids getting involved in it into a, a, a dying format and trying to resurrect it, re- resurrect it and, and have the same kind of experiences that, uh, that we all used to have when, when we got those records. Uh, it was a different experience than a, than a CD or a digital transfer. It's, it's such a different experience with vinyl. Absolutely is. I uh, couldn't agree with you more there. And, you know, I, I, I'll say one of the biggest parts of the, the Lizzie Borden experience um, is, of course, the live show. And um, you've still toured, you know, through uh, over the past few years. Um, you've been out there and you, you've still been, um, you know, active on the road. But obviously, I, I would assume that there's something big in the works for this uh, a tour to follow up. What's kind of in the works and kind of any kind of a timetable you can give us on when we might see see this live show rolled out there, man. Well, the main thing I wanted to do is since I haven't released a record in a long time, I decided I, I didn't want to launch a tour right away because uh, usually you know, when I put it together a new show uh, for the new album, I play the new album. So I didn't want to play songs that people didn't know. So I decided to wait until uh, the record came out and we got the reaction from the fans and, and the press and everything. And... Um, and then I'll we'll uh, work on launching the tour. But we're, I'm working on a show right now, and the production that I that I have in mind is going to be the biggest production we've had since the Visualize tour. And that was the biggest. That was you know, Visualize and Master Skies were the two biggest productions we've had. But this one will be bigger, and uh, so it's pretty exciting just just to work on the some of the ideas that we're working on right now. But uh, yeah, I'm going to wait. Um, album comes out June fifteenth. And uh, as soon as that comes out, then I will start uh, getting my eye on exactly what territory we're going to start touring at, on and, uh, and start, start to book uh, the full tour. Cannot wait for that. Uh, it's been it's been I think since two thousand one, man. So hopefully we'll uh, we'll get to catch you out there somewhere in the in the stratosphere uh, on this tour coming up. But you know, you talk about these albums, and you know, this is your third album of, of the two thousands, and uh, really. And a lot of people will will uh, will feel this way and back me up on it. You know, deal with the devil, appointment with death from 2000 and 2007 respectively were two of the best albums of your career. I mean, really hitting on all cylinders. Where does appointment? Where does uh, my midnight things kind of is it kind of following the vein of these? Where do you see this kind of stacking up with with some of your more recent work? Well, I mean, it's hard to, to for me to judge because I just write songs. <laughs> but I really, uh, I was uh, for this. I was I, I went back to the way I was thinking during the making of Visualize and Master of the Skies, where I didn't go out trying to showcase talented musicians, which is something that I always tried to slip in here and there. But for this one, I just said the song is going to be the star. And I'm not going to show a bunch of fast guitar solos or some, some fast bass solos or crazy drum stuff. I just wanted to make the song the star. And that's exactly the thing I was thinking of when I recorded Visualize the Master of the Skies. So, and in doing that, you know, I hear a lot of people say 
that uh, this album is reminiscent of Master of Disguise and a little bit of Visualize. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of what I was thinking. I, I can see that. And maybe if, like, Love You to Pieces came, if there was, like, a fight between those two albums and, and uh, Love You to Pieces came in and broke the fight up, Maybe a little of that. That's just what I what I've heard in the last in the last uh, little bit that I've got this thing, and so it does it does kind of harken back, but absolutely stacks up there. And because I, I was a huge fan of the of the last two as well, and you know, just you're you've been so consistent with your material, and I you know for me, this this goes back to the murderous metal road show for me. I remember um, as a kid seeing that live video in in a, in a local video store and like just wearing it out. Like that was my first you know, induction into, into Lizzie Borden, what you guys did, you know, take us, take us back to, to kind of that era, Murderous Metal Roadshow. I know you guys had, uh, had only released, um, give them the ax and love you to pieces at that time. Take, take us back to that night. What you remember about that? I think that was at the country club in, in, in LA, if I'm correct on that, was that where that was filmed? Yeah. I mean, uh, basically the, the video form, the video live shows had, had just started. I think there was only like one or two videos out. And I saw them, and I go, man, we, I talked to Brian, and I go, man, we, we need to do this. I go, because I'm going to dismantle the Love You to Pieces show as soon as I'm done with it, as soon as we're done with this tour, and then we're going to create a whole new show. So it would be great to film this thing. And so he, he was really interested in it as well, so we hired a mobile unit, and it was the last night of the tour. We, we had done a lap across around the U.S., and then by the time we came back, that was the last show. And it was a homecoming show for us, so uh, we had one shot. <laughs> yeah, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't record anything at sound check. We didn't back then. You didn't really know how to put any safeties in there, and we didn't have any. We just uh, they mic everything, and then we pushed record when we started the show, and that was it. It was uh, it was one of those. Uh, you know, now I would do it totally different. <laughs> I would record sound check at least, you know, but uh, at this point. Yeah, we didn't we didn't know anything. We just did it. So uh, and it captured the exact thing that we were at that moment in time, and uh, it was uh, it was so raw and so um, you know uh, ambitious for what was going on at the time. And uh, so you know it was a lot of fun. We 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 doing that. You know, as soon as we put that out, I dismantled the the Murder Smell Roadshow. And then uh, and then created the new show for the Menace album. So that was the last time we ever did that show. Yeah, it was really cool, kind of a snapshot of, of what that was. And as the band can t- kind of grew from there, to, to be able to go back and, and look back to that, and it's always always just one of those things, you know, from the you know you, the, a nostalgic thing for me. I, I, I still love it to this day. One of my favorite uh, you know live videos that, that I, I, my VHS copy, Lizzie, is it's no longer in existence. I had to finally upgrade to the DVD. But uh, you know, st- speaking about that, I mean, you know, in in recent months. You know your your social media is really ramped up. Uh, you know you're at, you got the the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram. How important is that for you? And uh, you know is it, it's got to be kind of different because even when uh, your last album came out, it, you know you're still kind of in the infancy of, of the Facebooks and Twitters. Now all of a sudden that stuff is so important to connect with fans. What, how, what's your feeling on that? Yeah, it is. It's, uh, it's something that uh, you know I never really uh, you know I just dabbled in a little bit of it, but now. Uh, they, you know, as far as the record label's concerned, it's everything, you know. So uh, I'm trying to uh, make sure that uh, all the, all the, uh, the Twitters and the Instagram and, uh, and the Facebooks and everything are filled with information and uh, the website and everything. So, yeah, it's, it's become a major marketing tool uh, because it's so exclusive to Lizzie Borden or to, to any band. 
And uh, so, you know, you're able to do anything you want there. So there's gonna, it's going to be even, we're going to ramp it up even more. This is just the beginning of, uh, of, of getting everything involved uh, in, in all the social media stuff. And, and, you know, the album is just about to come out. So we're like, uh, we're starting to just throw everything at it now. So you're going to see a lot more posts um on all of those uh formats i can't wait for that i mean it's great you know it's uh, at real lizzie borden on uh, instagram and twitter and it's uh it's a great follow a lot of good stuff already coming out you know and it just gets you get a lot of imagery and things like that you know um, promos from from the new album and things like that you can check that out of course and um, be also looking out for the website yeah, we've yeah website lizzieborden.com yep. and yep. we've also we've unearthed a lot of photos from all the early days just recently, and those are being scanned, and we're going to start posting a lot of that stuff too. And it's pretty pretty amazing stuff, you know. Right. Our first tour with Motorhead and and a bunch of other things, so we're going to start posting a lot of that stuff too. That and that did remind me of that tour with Motorhead. I saw some of these pictures here, and I was thinking about that and thinking about how. Just in the last few years, um, how we've lost so many, so many people, so many people from metal, from rock, from music in general, and just what a sobering thought that is. I mean, and and I think about a year's time. I saw the final show, the final show from ACDC, from from Black Sabbath, from Motley Crue and Twisted Sister, all within a couple months, and then uh, Lemmy passes away. Uh, you know, you got guys like Glenn Fry. It was just, it's just been kind of a really sobering couple years. I mean, it's 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 really unbelievable, but also proof that you know your heroes don't last forever, and and, and things move on. It's it's kind of a sobering thought, isn't it? It is. Uh, you know, that whole um, there wasn't that many bands as people think that there were, and. And a lot of us knew each other, so uh, it, that's that's really it's an interesting time. And you, you know, this music's going to last forever, I, I, I imagine, uh, just because of the impact that it had inside of you know ten or twelve short years. So uh, it's, uh, I mean, it is. Uh, you know, we're, we're I'm hoping that it's going to last for 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 a lot more long, a lot longer now. I mean, you see Iron Maiden and Metallica; they're still playing stadiums, so. There's still a lot of um, enthusiasm for this style of music, so uh, I, I don't think it's going to go away anytime soon. Uh, despite the fact that we're losing some of the some of the iconic bands. Absolutely, can yeah, no doubt about that. I. It's it's just as a fan, you look at it, and you're just like, man, this is just it's it's a tough deal. But you know, moving on, it's, it's also so positive to have so many bands still out there and doing it and at, at a high level. And uh, you've always been one of those one of those performers that just the performance is such a big part. You're such a an, an enigmatic front man and, and, and has a you know an un, unbelievable voice that carries over everything. One thing I've always wanted to ask you too is uh, as you travel around with. Um, with all these props, with axes, with guillotines, with really instruments meant to maim and, and destroy and to, and, and, to, and to kill people, for instance, on stage, have you ever ran into any trouble when trying to like, I mean, you should play a lot of festivals overseas, right? For instance, trying to get these items through customs and explain what's going on here. Have you ever had any trouble with that? I've always wondered. Yeah, we had a, a big incident that actually made all the newspapers in Europe and uh, it was we played. Uh, I think it was Vakken. And uh, after the show, uh, a week we flew. It was a fly-in show, so we didn't have a crew. And I just, you know, brought some of the props with me that I wanted. And it was a particularly bloody show. <laughs> At least one of the songs were. And uh, after the show, I just threw everything in a bag. And we had checked that bag on the way in. 
but on the way out, uh, they uh, uh, they wouldn't let me check that bag. And we had come right from the from the festival, so we were exhausted. And uh, so it was, you know, this was the before nine eleven and everything. So uh, I just didn't think twice about it, and I just and I was put it through the X ray machine, and and the woman said, you know, she obviously saw some stuff in there. And she reached her, she unzipped the bag and she reached her hand in and when she pulled it out it was filled with blood. And there was body, there was, there was body parts in there and everything and she started screaming. And this is in a big airport like in Hamburg I think or somewhere. And, uh, and then two seconds later there was about, I don't know, 20 cops around me and grabbed me and just took me across the whole airport and stuck me in a room. And they just kept saying, what have you done? What have you done? And I'm like, you know, <laughs> and then I had to try to convince them to tell them what, what I do and what, what's going on. And, and for a second there, I thought uh, it was going to be big trouble. Uh, wow. But once I convinced them, and then they called the festival and, and confirmed it and everything. And then they let me go right before my plane took off. And they just said, we'll let you go. We just got to promise you're never going to come back. And I said, I promise. <laughs> and of course, I've, I've, gone, I've gone back like 30 times since. So. <laughs> yeah, I just got to have someone else bring that stuff through. And it's a little more dignified than having the tinfoil cucumber in the pants like Derek Smalls in uh, Spinal Tap. So, you know, still, exactly. still cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what we're looking. Yeah. We're looking forward to this so much, um, Lizzie. We can't thank you enough for uh, for your time coming on the podcast here. And you know, we uh, we can't wait to catch you out there. We will definitely see you somewhere out there on the road. Be looking at uh, LizzieBorden.com for all the updates on the on the tour. And you can go to MetalBlade.com/slash LizzieBorden and pre-order this album now. My Midnight Things is the name of it. It is coming out here June 15th in about a month, man. So we're looking forward to it. Can't thank you enough for joining us. And we'll catch you out on the road, man. Can't wait. And congratulations on everything and just uh, continued success, man. We'll be watching. All right, cool. Thank you. And we're having a big release party in Vegas for anybody that's coming to Vegas the night before the release, June 14th. It's a hard rock live and it's free to get into the public. So uh, it's going to be a big wild party there and we're going to celebrate this first album in 11 years. So that is awesome. Really that, what, cool. do, you, do you live in Vegas these days? I do. I awesome. Do. I've always wondered if I could handle living there. I always thought I would wind up living under a bridge because I'm, I'm, you know, I could be a bit of a sports gambler here and there. I don't tell anyone, but I I just always wondered what it would be like to live there. It's, it's, it's my, one of my favorite cities, but (laughs) it's, I have, I've lived in LA my whole life, but I, I, I love it here. I'll never leave. It seems it's, like uh, it's really cool. Before I let you go, I know I know we've taken too much of your time already. But it's funny a lot of the uh, a lot of the LA people that you know live there in, in the eighties and nineties either move to Vegas or Nashville. Those are kind of the two options, I guess. You have after after you leave LA. That seems to be the deal. Yeah, it's 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 pretty much all of Hollywood lives in Vegas now. Right. It's, uh, you know, you, you, no matter where you go, you're going to see somebody that you that you knew in in Hollywood. So it's uh, yeah, we just kind of located over here because it's so fun and there's no uh, there's no time clock ticking. So uh, if you go out and uh, and you want to hang, uh, you can come back at seven in the morning. Doesn't matter, you know. Absolutely, so, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. Dude, that that is awesome. Well, thank you so much for the time, and we'll catch you soon, my friend. And just best of luck, and congratulations on this new album. It is awesome. I've uh, just listened to the kind of the the digital copy the record company just sent me over a couple days ago, man. Really enjoying it, and congratulations. We'll catch you soon. Okay, man. Thank you, and uh, hopefully everyone will go out and buy the record and support support the new uh, the new the new Lizzie Borden album. Absolutely, yes. Gonna do it. You bet. We'll see you soon, my friend.
Okay, man. Thanks. Thanks a lot. And we cannot thank Lizzie Borden enough for joining us on what was a very special show for me. You know, growing up as a huge fan, literally from being a kid and seeing this very visual, very theatrical style of rock, which I still love to this day. I'm a huge Kiss fan. Alice Cooper, uh, Lizzie Borden is someone that just encapsulates that. The great songs, really good albums dating back to the 80s, on into today, very consistent performances. And that's what you get. And that's it's almost surreal to be able to talk to a guy like Lizzie that I you know, grew up emulating and grew up such a huge fan of. But that's what we do here on the Music Mania podcast. It's about these artists and their stories. And you guys know the songs. This is the stories. This is what you get here on the Music Mania podcast. Um, you know, I'm very insistent that I keep a lot of my opinions to a minimum. Granted, I'll talk about concert reviews. I'll, I'll tell you about shows I've been to. I'll give my opinions on new albums and things like that. But for the most part, I want to keep it about the artists that join us on this show, and we can't thank them enough. And and uh, thank you for your support, for listening and, and subscribing on iTunes and YouTube. It means the world. And keep that interaction coming at MusicMania underscore show. Uh, you got an idea for a guest, got a question, got a concert review, send that in to us. You can check our website out, MusicManiaPodcast.com. I've always got concert reviews up there. All of our shows are archived, so be sure to check out the website. Uh, guys, coming up next week, we're going to be joined by none other than one of the greatest bassist in hard rock history, Billy Sheehan, Sons of Apollo, Mr. Big, Winery Dogs, David Lee Roth, going to be joining us. Cannot wait for that. Huge fan of Billy's. I just saw Mr. Big live last summer, and of course it was saddened to hear about the death of Pat Torpy, uh, the drummer for Mr. Big, who I got to interview uh, just a year ago, almost to the day. It's uh, very sad, but tell you what, the weather's getting warm. It's time to get out and enjoy your friends, enjoy a cold beverage, and enjoy some live music this summer, and to check out some of the new music from, uh, from bands you love. Lizzie Borden's is coming out. Please go and pre-order it. Metalblade.com slash Lizzie Borden. That's how you can do that. We always appreciate, uh, you know, supporting these guys. You know, fans are still out there doing it. We cannot, you know, thank them enough and thank Lizzie enough for coming on uh, this show and doing this interview. So until next week, you're loaded right here on the Music Mania podcast. Your money stays in place right here each and every week.